Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, thanthophilic main characters, disturbing images, strange definition of romance, psychologically disturbed parents, and the most recent news for manga. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 383, Yakido Shoujo. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Spire and Manga View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, what's up? Hope you guys are doing well during this really crazy time in the year, well, this insane year of 2020. Things have been going good on our end. We finally have moved into our new Spire Studios. We're going to see how it all works out, though, but... I'm getting ahead of myself. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin is some podcast and vanger reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. What does that mean? Well, every episode we talk about one or two geeky topics and we tell you the pros and cons about it. And since this is the Spirekin manga review, obviously we're talking about manga and all the various cool things about it. The art style, the overarching plot, the characters, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything I, my co-host, say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. And you can find any of our earlier episodes at www.spirakn.com. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Stitcher, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N. I guarantee you find us one way or the other. Also, if you do have an iTunes account, go to tinyurl.com forward slash help That takes you to our iTunes page and you can leave a rating for us. It's kind of a cool thing you can do for us. Also, any comments or concerns, email me personally, Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com. And now that I've completely shilled myself out, oh, I almost forgot the Discord. Everything's in the show notes, just look there. But we uh, now I'm done chilling myself, let's actually get to the podcast at hand. And we've got a lot of news that happened this week, and one of them is pretty big, and it's dealing with that topic that we've been talking about for the last three weeks. And yes, we're talking about act age. And surprisingly... Let's get to the manga news. So, first big manga news is that Shiro Uzazaki, the mangaka, the artist for the Act Age manga, has posted a comment on Monday regarding the arrest of a manga writer, Tetsuya Matsuki, and the manga's cancellation. Now, first off, uh, Uzazaki expressed their sympathies for the victims, who Uzazaki said bravely spoke up about the incident despite their fear and shock. And Uzazaki elaborated that no one naturally recovers from sexual assault, and even seeing a person similar in dress and appearance to the assailant may trigger victims to respond in specific ways and forever creates unneeded stress in their life. Uzazaki then mentioned that they do not want the Act Age manga to be a work that triggers similar reactions from the victims, and so considers the cancellation of the manga to be appropriate. While Uzazaki also regretted having to end the manga midway, they urged fans of the manga not to harass or blame the victims. They expressed clearly that the manga's cancellation is not the victim's fault and that it is not a mistake that the victims spoke up about sexual harassment. Uzazaki added that they sympathize with fans of the manga or those who find purpose in manga in general as they were once also quote-unquote saved by manga. But Uzazaki cautioned and pleaded against readers using their love for the wrong purpose of inciting violence, and instead urged fans to think clearly, consider various viewpoints, deny information that has no basis in fact, and always consider what should and should not be said. Uzazaki concluded this message with their hope that the victims receive the proper care and get to live peaceful lives without ever having to think about the incident again. And I've got to say, Shiro Uzazaki is a class act. Someone who is has a great way to say it, gets to the point, and 
sympathizes but makes their point across well. I applaud them and I hope that their next manga makes millions. I'll be excited to see what they release next. So now let's get on to some other notes. And this is actually the release schedule, some new licenses. First off, Glacier Bay Books, the America-based online bookstore, announced that it will release the next volume of Shinosuke Saika's Sleepy Child manga series titled The Library Online and in, in uh, print. Now, the lullaby, translated by Anna Schnell, focuses on returning character Rika, first introduced in That Child. It will be released in matching format to the first two books, including a watercolor portrait cover and the same high-quality paper and printing. Now, this release will feature exclusive artwork drawn for this edition of the manga by the creator itself. So, if you want more of an art book style uh, manga, this is one you should check out. Uh, Seven Seas has some licensing announcements. They've licensed two new manga series and one light novel series. The first one is uh, Edome Elf, or Shut in Elf, by Akihiko Higuchi. And this is, will be released physically and digitally in March 2021. And tells the story of Kogunai Koto, a teenager who works as an attendant at the Takamimi Shrine. Rumor has it that a deity dwells within the shrine, but the actual resident is an immortal elf who found herself stuck on Earth some 400 years ago. What's more, the elf is a total shut-in who won't go outside and has developed a taste for video games. Now the attendants at the shrine have to cater to the elf's love of the most modern gizmos, from handheld games to virtual reality headsets in this charming western fantasy comedy. So, pretty much, they've turned elves into hikikomoris. I think this will be hysterical because it's a reverse... Isekai, but we'll have to wait and see. The next title that they released is Superwoman in Love, or Hirosan to Moto Onika Busan. And this is by the creator, Sometime. Yes, seriously, their name is Sometime. It sounds like a who's on first joke. Anyway, this will be released physically and digitally in North America in April 2021. And tells the story of the evil villainous Honey Trap who defeats the superheroine Rapid Rabbit. And when she sees her nemesis' face for the first time, she falls head over heels in love. Unable to kill Rapid Rabbit, Honey Trap is cast out of her evil organization. Her plans for world domination dashed. Now, the two superwomen are teaming up to fight evil together. Can Honey Trap defeat her former colleagues and seduce the heroine at the same time? This is Yuri trash i'm curious if it's gonna be shoujo eye or if it's gonna be straight up just yuri i'm intrigued it's gonna be either terrible or amazing i'm excited to review this uh finally the last light re- news for them is their light novel release which is i have a secret or kukushigoto and this is by yoro simono it's being released may 2021 it's about five high school st- classmates who hold secrets close to their heart hidden talents unspoken feelings and buried pain now will it take a sixth sense for them to navigate their lives as they collide with each other on the path to growing up they might jostle just some of these secrets free now this gentle and intriguing tale is perfect for fans of yoro Samino's other nuanced works including i want to eat your pancreas i had that same dream again and at night i become a monster so this one should be a very uh, detailed and well thought-provoking piece I think I'm also curious if they will make an anime on this because the I want to eat your pancreas novel manga and anime were excellent anyway so other release news star fruit books that the little manga publisher that could has licensed the Mikiru Momoto 
manga anthology featured in Monthly Shoujo Sunday. Now, this is a collection of 12 one-shots by the wonderful Momoto Makura. And known for their alternative and sometimes experimental art, Makura brings us unique stories that are both weird and enlightening. So, this is a coffee table book, but it's going to be a great read, I think. Anyway, so let's get on to some of the other news. So, in winter 2020-2021, Natsumi Iguchi, the mangaka of Azuki's cool-headedness, is launching a new manga in Kodansha's Morning Magazine. We have no idea what it is, but we're going to have to wait and see. Now, on October 24th, Gato Aso will launch a manga adaptation of the Oishi Kyosoku, or the Delicious School Lunch live-action series in Square Enix's monthly Big Kagan magazine. Now, the original live-action TV series is set in a middle school in 1984, and it centers on Yukio Amarita and Go Kamino. Now, Amarita is a teacher at the school who hides his secret obsession with school lunches and hates those who scorn the lunch line. He receives a challenge from 13-year-old Go, who is similarly obsessed with school lunches, but demands change from the school offerings. The two challenge each other on who can best appreciate school lunch. So, for someone who likes food manga, this seems really cool. Even though, I have to admit, I kind of hate school lunch. Like, I'm fine with bringing stuff in, or I have to admit, there were times when I would call in and take out, and they'd actually deliver. Long story. But uh, they'd bring take out to me but for the most part school lunch it's either really good or really crappy and anyone who says that friday lunch of the pizza is good you're out of your fucking mind because let's be honest the pizza at those schools tastes like cardboard they're not as good as real pizza but i'm a pizza snob that's me if you like school lunches let me know zanspiker.com if you disagree with me anyway back to the news on september 25th Yutaka Abe and Jiro Maruden are creating a manga adaptation of the 23rd Detective Conan anime film Metitate Conan Kojo no Fist, or Detective Conan Fist of the Blue Sapphire. Now, this is the first Detective Conan film and manga set outside of Japan. It's actually set in Singapore, and it involves a large gem known as the Blue Sapphire that sank to the bottom of the ocean at the end of the 19th century, and... As usual, Kaito Kid is going to steal this thing, but he is having to try to steal it from the undefeated martial arts master, Makoto Kyogoku, who is a black belt in karate. Now, unfortunately, Kaito Kid needed help, so he kidnapped Conan and brought him to Singapore against his will. Now, this manga will be crazy and potentially a faithful adaptation with some twists and turns. It's going to have a color opening page and be released in Shogakukin's Shonen Sunday. So if you're a fan of Metitate Conan, this one's for you. Also, if you have a chance, check out the films. They're actually really well done. Even the live-action ones. Even the live-action ones have the running joke that he turns into adult and he turns back to normal, which kind of completely negates the whole concept of Detective Conan. Anyway. On September 24th, Robico is going to be launching a new 47-page one-shot manga tentatively titled Wash Me, Hug Me in Kodansha's Dessert Magazine. Now, the romance that began at a laundromat will center on Mikage, a 19-year-old down-on-her-luck student in a cram school for an art college. One day, while skipping school to do her laundry, she meets a sullen boy reading manga at the laundromat. This sounds actually really different, and I gotta say, I'm excited for this one. One shot that sounds like a really good love story? Well, we're going to have to wait and see. And finally, our last bit of news. On August 19th, 
uh, mangaka Niko Tanigawa, creator of Watamote, launched a new manga titled Kaihin Shugakuin no Shiro Iharu, which is, uh, well, anyway. Uh, the manga takes place in a boys' high school dormitory for top students, and it appeared in Shogokuken's Manga One app this Wednesday. So, yeah. It's kind of a... Well, if you check out Manga One, there's a lot of really cool stuff on there. Highly recommend it. And let's be honest, it's the creator of Watamote, so it's going to be hysterical and absurdity. Uh, so anyway, not as much news as last week, but that's also because I had the episode on a Saturday, so it's kind of a little bit less. But... Let's actually get to the manga review of the day. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga. And it dictated for you reviewing a manga that was written by Kentetsu with art by Satomi Yu. Now, this is published by Futabasha. There is no current North American release. It's available if you look for it or if you can find a Kodanja or you can find the actual magazine it was in. Uh, it is a sentence series that is a comedy, drama, horror, romance, and a little bit of a shonen eye. Uh, there are four volumes, originally run 2017 to 2018, and the title of this is Yokato Shoujo. So, how to describe this manga in one sentence is... Guy meets psychotic, suicidal girl who likes to kill things and tries to make her better, but becomes corrupted by her. So... The whole thing is our main character, uh, Aizawa Kanami, is kind of in a shitty situation. Now, he his dad left his mom, and his mom has gone completely nuts. So when he goes downstairs, whenever he's wearing his glasses, she calls him by her fa- his father's name's Natsuki, and treats him like his father. Whenever she doesn't see him with the glasses, she goes ballistic and crazy and tries to kill him and says it's his fault that sh- her husband left. But she's out of her mind. So his life is kind of terrible. His girlfriend just left him, but his girlfriend constantly comes over to hang out. Uh, That's also because her father is not father of the year. Her father's pretty bad. So she goes to kind of find a safe haven. It's a little bit of a very destructive relationship. But one day he's walking through class and he bumps into the one girl that he's been fascinated by. And this is Shina Hinami. Now, Sheena, he's noticed for, since the beginning of class. He's the one person that he knows besides his ex-girlfriend. And the reason why he knows her is because she's very quiet. She seems optimistic. She has one friend. And more importantly than that, she has a bandage over one eye. Like one of those Japanese band-aids. So something's up. And one day they bump into each other. And because of that, Konami's glasses fly off and they break. And also this shatters Sheena's belongings everywhere. So Konami picks up the glasses because he could see without the glasses, but these glasses he wears because they're his dad's old pair and his mom will act kind of semi normal if he's wearing them. Anyway, so he goes, picks up the, the notebooks and finds a notebook that's a hidden notebook of hers. It's like her journal. And it's written with some stuff and he reads. He's like, oh, this is kind of interesting. It's a little weird. But then he opens it up and reads an actual page. And it pretty much says, I want to die, 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 I want to die. Kind of like Jack from The Shining, where it's just a full page, just over and over and over and over and over to writing on the top. So this girl's kind of psychotic, but she's really nice and sweet. So he eventually 
she says, you saw it, didn't you? It's like, oh, don't, uh, don't, I didn't, I can't read without the, no, you saw it, didn't you? And eventually he's able to convince that he understands. He wants to be exactly like her. So she decides to take him to her special place. And her special place is the old elementary school. And in the old elementary school are a bunch of her experiments. Things she has killed. Animals, bugs. And she kind of, it's very methodical how she does it. It's almost, um, if you've ever seen a bug collector with the pins, it's kind of like that, which is very disturbing for what it is. But uh, Konami is trying to get her to not go crazy. So he's, he's nodding, smiling along. But he's also feeling a kindred spirit with her. Because he doesn't want her to kill herself. So he ends up saying, uh, I won't kill you. I'll, we'll, we'll die together. But I want you around for a long time. So she's like, I want to kill. I want to die together. But we'll stay together. And she interprets that as we're going to be in a relationship. And because of that, her old best friend, the person who's kind of been keeping her normal, she's now shunning, saying, I don't need you anymore. I have this guy. And then it goes even more insane and bizarre. And we find out more about what's going on. And I got to say that it just gets really twisted and screwed up. Like the fact that her eye, she lost her eye because a crazy guy that she was in love with, who's completely out of his mind, who's stalking everybody, put her eye, put his cigarette out on her eye. This is twisted and dark. Art style is very, it feels very similar to um, Flowers of Evil. Where it's you have two disturbed characters and as they go together in a weird disturbing relationship and all of that. But this is more crazy because I gotta admit, Sheena scares the shit out of me. She's not even, I don't even, like, uh, thanthophobic, which is love of, uh, thanthophilic, love of death is one thing. But this is, she, this guy messed her up and now she is dragging Konami down with her. But Konami's already pretty much one foot into this insane world because his mom is out of her mind. And then he has the ex-girlfriend who's following him around. And then you have the friend who's stalking him because she's wondering, why did you steal my friend? And then when she finds out what's going on, it gets even more weird. And then it gets pseudo-sexual and kind of kinks. And yeah, this... (sighs) I've read a lot of disturbing things. I mean, if we want... I could talk about Hideaway, where the one where the guy took his his wife on a vacation after they lost their son to kill his wife because he was out of his mind, even though she was trying to kill him at the same time. We could talk about, uh, like I said, Flowers of Evil. There's lots of disturbing stuff. And some are great and well done, and some are terrible. This one, the initial premise is interesting, but I have no love for these characters. It's not like a, I want to see them burn in hell, I want to see them die. Sheena scares me, but it's not like a scare that you want to know more about it's a i don't need to read this anymore this is just kind of filthy it feels very similar to some of the things that some some publishers i know like to release it's kind of got shock factor but it's not it doesn't do much art style's okay the concept the twists are are a little you could see them coming like, when you first see the guy showing up, you're like, okay, this guy has something to do with it. I mean, there is a big twist after Volume 2, but there's nothing compelling about it. There's a couple of nice, neat ideas, but it's not enough to compel me. So this isn't utter shit, but it's not great. And because it has the couple of good ideas here and there, I have to give this our second lowest rating, which is typical reading material, local correction facility, or psychiatric institute. This is something you could look at a couple of 
pages read, but for the most part, keep the hell away from it. It is psychotic and weird and just not that great. I could see why certain reasons why this was not uh, picked up in officially in the U.S., and I don't know if it will be. I don't think it will be, and it's not a big loss. Let's be honest, I'll probably forget about this tomorrow because there's so much more to review, so much more to read, and there's so many more interesting things to talk about. And there's lots of different titles. So if you disagree with me, let me know. Email me, Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spyarchy.com. Or you can comment at our Discord, which is pretty cool. And our current Discord link is, let me pull it up, actually. Our Discord link is going to be discord.gg forward slash UU42KFR. That is the official Discord link for the Spyarkin Discord where we have all the different sections for you, including our manga review, movie review, game review, our uh, superhero examination review, and to top it off, the Wheel of Manga list, which has the current updated list, and I'll always add and change it over time. Uh, lately, what I've been doing is just whatever one that I have roll, I kind of swap it out with something else. The other big thing that we do have on there is our James Bondothon list, where you can actually rank your favorite vehicle, villain, characters, and other things from James Bond, which we will talk about because it's almost time for the new movie to come out. But the big question is, are we going to watch it in theaters with everything going on? Will we watch the last James Bond film in theaters? Well, we're going to have to wait and see. But before we get to that part you've all been waiting for, there's actually one other little thing that we do do on this podcast. And since I said you should find some other manga which are much better than your Keto Shoujo, well, here are a bunch of the new releases that came out this week on August 25th, 2020. We have 27 new titles, and some of them I'm very excited for, and one I'm a little horrified by. So let's get to the new releases for the week. So, we've got A Certain Magical Index, Volume 22, the manga. Attack on Titan 31, still going on. Fiance of the Wizard, Volume 1. Uh, Goblin Slayer, Volume 10, the light novel. High Score Girl, Volume 4, the manga. High School Prodigies Have It Easy, Even in Another World, Volume 8, the manga. I'm Great Priest Imhotep, Volume 4, the manga. Inspector, Volume 12. Interspecies Reviewers, the manga, Volume 4. Laidback Camp, Volume 9. Magicka Swordsman and Summoner, Volume 13. Muerci Lago, Volume 15. Penguin Drum, the light novel, Volume 2. Ragna Crimson, Volume 1. Remonster, Volume 5. Rent-A-Girlfriend, Volume 2. And a lot of people are really excited for this one because the, mon- the anime is coming out now. So if you like the anime, the manga, Volume 2 is out. Anyway, School Live, Volume 12. I think this is actually the last volume of School Live, so kind of important. Uh, SCP Foundation, Iris Through the Looking Glass, light novel, Volume 2. Smoke and Parade, Volume 8. Suppose a kid from the last dungeon boonies moved to a starter town, the manga, volume two, the complete cheese sweet home box set. That's all of the manga in one beautiful set about Chi, the lovable cat who thinks she's a person. Uh, you have the re-release of the Garden of Words, the manga, the Misfits of Demon King Academy, volume two, the manga, the Misfits of Demon King Academy, volume two, light novel, the world's strongest rearguard, Labyrinth Con. Trees, Novice Seeker, Volume 2, Valex Love, Volume 9, and then finally we have Wave Listen to Me, Volume 3. And I gotta say, there are some great titles on here, which I'm really happy to see here. And the one I'm kind of a little horrified by is, of course, Interspecies Reviewers, because we've talked about this at nauseum. 
So yeah. So which of these are you interested in? Let me know. Email me, zanitspocker.com, or comment in the Discord. Let us know what you think. However, I think that we're done talking about the new manga that are out. So let's get to it, shall we? And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots, and we're going to spin the wheel. Whatever number it lands on, that number, whatever manga is corresponding with, that is the number I will review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review. And we've got some great titles on here, including the one that was recommended by Fan Venga, which is actually the one we talked about earlier, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas. But we've got some great titles on here. I think the one I'm most excited for actually is Sweat and Soap. But let's spin and see what we're going to review, shall we? Number two. Okay, so. Oh, so in the next episode, we're going to review a manga about a bunch of girls in a literary club who discover really pervy things. So essentially they find Harlequin mon- novels. What am I talking about? I'm in, talking about Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season. This is a very controversial, but, well, we'll talk about that in the next episode. So I guess that's it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Always enjoy doing the podcast. And I hope you guys do well. And I'm your Hosan. Catch you guys next time. Send me emails. And I'm Gonsville. Keep reading on. Thank you.